to the Chuck Shoot Podcast. My guest today is musician Zach Winters. So Zach was in some local bands here on Phoenix, uh, but he recently moved to LA and started a new solo project titled Pseudo Pink. Uh, it's where he plays all the instruments. Uh, my girlfriend said that it sounds like similar to The Weeknd, uh, but I described it as sort of an 80s synth pop. And Zach himself, he says he was influenced kind of by 80s bands such as ELO, Hollow Notes, Tears for Fears. Um, but yeah, he plays the guitar, bass, drums, he sings. So we talk about his musical background and the college he went to, um, the bands he's played with, where he's played, uh, just his his uh, mentality with some of this stuff. It's really impressive. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Okay, I am here with Zach Winters, uh, frontman, one-man band of uh, Pseudo Pink? Or? Uh, yeah, for now. For um, now, okay. We're going to try to get some other people uh, in on this pretty soon okay to play some shows and stuff nice so and the recordings is it you play every instrument and do every yeah yeah wow. so i basically um it kind of started as just i would make just tracks and stuff and uh-huh. like because i was in other bands um like i was in a band here called love yourself which yeah, we were yeah kind we'll of like get a, to that yeah i got yeah. all i got all that's all your history modern Sweet. royal and all that the royals oh that man stuff. yeah that's some that's <laughs> so some, got some deep, deep cuts. cuts yeah yeah so but first off i gotta ask you this so uh now, like usually, I'm pr- I'm grinding to find guests for my show. Mm-hmm. People reach, I reach out to tons of people. I get a lot of rejection, um, <laughs> and some of these artists could actually use the push. Like, I I don't have a lot of followers, but some of these people, I have more followers than them, and they they don't respond. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. But you were actually proactive, and you reached out to me. That's super smart. Um, so I just got to ask, how did you find me? Uh, I actually, it, it was kind of funny because it it I don't remember when it was, but I saw. Like, uh, it, it might have been on Facebook or something, okay. but I saw um, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie um, Everly. Yeah, and I saw that he did this podcast. Okay. And I was like, oh, that that that's super cool. And, and I think one of the videos, it was like a video of him playing or something, like yeah. popped up on YouTube. And I was like, oh, cool. oh shit. Like, because he had, there was one song that he had that was on like, he posted an, like an Instagram or yeah, it was like an Instagram video. And I was like, that is the catchiest melody. Oh, yeah. And, was it, um, it's not... Uh, it was you, like it's me it was the um what was the name of the song i don't even know if i don't, they, I don't think they don't, i don't even think they've released it yet but oh, it's okay. like it was like the california one. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah but that but yeah so i remember just seeing that and i was like oh that's so sick because there's not i feel like there's not a lot of people um that i know of that that are podcasters. So I was really? like, Oh, seems like, like everyone so I know sick. has a podcast. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you got to find the ones that do, there's so many podcasts about so many different things. Like, right. I just do interviews with, with a lot of different people that are musicians or like people I find interesting, you know, right. people with a following. I, I don't know if I'd say celebrities, but you know, mu- talented people, musicians, actors, comedians. Yeah. I, I it's actually people. So yeah, there was, um, I think it's so sick that you like interview comedians yeah. because <laughs> it's fun. I, like I love stand up comedy. Like yeah. that's like one of my like if I could do anything else besides music, it would be <laughs> I would want to try stand up. Right. And um and every stand up comedian wants to be a rock star. So it's, it's like <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's a it's the the old reverse card. It totally is. Yeah. But so Eddie Eberly, you're friends with him. Um you ha- you got how would you guys meet? Did you guys do shows together? Actually, oh, here's the deepest cut. Oh, um okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so Christian Champion, the uh, oh, drummer for, for Eddie Eddie's, and the Getaway. He's a crazy sick drummer. He's I'm trying insane. to get him on my show. I want him because I want 
to have him play the drums. I don't think people realize how good of he's, a drummer he dude, is. Dude, he's crazy. Yeah. And I've known him since, um, dude, he was like eight, maybe. Mm, mm. And like, because uh, okay. we used to take lessons at the, uh, at the same uh, music place up in North Phoenix. Oh, okay. And um, he was actually in my first band. Oh. Um, it was me, Christian, and then um, uh, Michael Montiel, who was in this band, Rival Coast. Um, mm-hmm. And then, um, so we all like, it, 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 we, it, that was like our first band. We were probably like, I, I might've been like 12, 13 or something <laughs> wow. like that. Um, but so I met Eddie through Christian oh, okay. years later after I sense. hadn't seen Christian yeah, in, yeah. in forever. And I was like, oh shit, like he's in a new band. That's sick. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think I met Eddie at like the Nile or something oh, okay. when One they were clubs. playing a show at yeah. like the underground maybe or something. Yeah. So you kind of you kind of have similar hair to him, and he, we talked about his hair. I don't yeah, know if he, he said that some girls will like try to touch it. Oh yeah, I, people <laughs> ask him if it's a wig. Do people do that to you too? Are they like, is that a wig, or they try to touch your oh, hair? People, dude, people, I get so many people, and it's usually the, it's it's usually at bars. Okay, and people are drunk. Yeah, they'll walk up and they'll be like, "Can I touch your hair?" And and they're not even <laughs> like they're not even like, "Oh, this might be like a little weird." You feel free to say yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah, it's not yeah, like that. No. They're like, "Hey, can I touch your hair?" And I'm like. You can like because if I say no, that's gonna make me look like a dick. So yeah, like, yeah. So they just like pet it and then it's just yeah, it's kind of okay, weird. Like they really, they don't really. It's gonna be awkward for both of you, I think. But okay. I yeah, I'm always I'm never uncomfortable with someone. It's not them doing it that makes yeah. me uncomfortable. It's the fact that they're doing it, and I feel uncomfortable for them because yeah, I'm like, what are you yeah. like? What's going through your mind that's, right that's now? That's really weird. So. So you're from, are you from Arizona? You graduated from Shadow Mountain High School. Um, are you born and raised in Arizona? Or did you yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I was born here. Um, went to, yeah, I went to high school here. I went to middle school here. I went to Catholic school. Like, down, oh, you went to, uh, did you go to Brophy? Or, I went to uh, St. Agnes, Agnes until okay. I was like in sixth grade, I think. And then oh. I went to Shea Middle School. Um, okay. So lived up in North Phoenix most of your life. Wow. Yeah. yeah um, and then after, and then after high school, I went to uh, Berkeley in Boston for, right. for music. And then, okay just finished up there like a year and a half ago. Yeah. So you're probably too young to like have to buy a record or a CD, but do you remember the first song that you really loved or that like you downloaded, I guess? Like, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, the first is actually my, the first album that I remember buying at target with my mom. Oh, you did buy an actual album. Yep. CD then or yep. Okay. And, uh, it was, um, fly away by Lenny Kravitz. Oh, that was yeah. like my, f- I loved that song. That's a great song. And then, um, and then, yeah, I remember just being like, I have to buy that. Like I have to get that album. How old were you in that? Cause that, that came out in the, ne- that was before you were born. I think. Right? I th- yeah. Or like right around the, I think I must've been like se- six or seven oh, okay. when, when I like got when that album. It? Okay. Yeah. And so was that the music that inspired you to like pick up an instrument and play or was there something else? Was it years later that you did that, did that or the, the actually the, the defining moment when I was like, Oh, I, I want to play music was, um, my dad had gotten me this, um, like it was like a live DVD of, mm-hmm. um, like the who, and it mm. was like this kind of, it, it was called The Kids Are All Right. I, I think it's like a documentary type oh. thing. Um, but it has a ton of like live performances in it. Okay. Um, and I remember having that and just watching them play Bob O'Reilly yeah. and Won't Get Fooled Again. And Those Who Are, are You? Songs. And like wow. all that stuff. And then I. That's 60s music. That's, yeah. That's it, old school. Dude, I, I like that. There's still probably like, if I had to like pick a favorite band of all time, it would probably be The Who. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Wow. And um, it actually, <laughs> it's really funny because I didn't, I didn't um, 
I didn't want like a guitar really up mm-hmm. until I was like decided like, okay, like I want to play music, but I mm-hmm. would, I would make my dad like do like a, like a cardboard cutout of like a Gibson Les Paul. Cause I thought it looked so cool. <laughs> and then I would like pretend to play. Oh, um, did you do rock band that game? Cause that was big a few years yep. back. Okay. Yep, yeah. I played. Yeah. Um, the f- actually the first guitar hero was like my or guitar my yeah, that's favorite. One, yeah. And then when the, when rock band came out and you could have like, you could play drums, drums and shit. And like, that, yeah. yeah, that was like, I, I loved that. Yeah. Cause you actually play, I, I just saw this, that there was one band that you stepped in and you played, you're like, I'm playing drums tonight. I'm like, so you must play drums, bass and guitar. You play all three, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and some keys fiddle around. Did with you take lessons or how did you learn how to play all this stuff? Um, guitar. Yeah. I took lessons. So okay. I, I got my first guitar. Um, and then I, I used to do karate and my dad knew like one of the, like other people that did karate was like, he played guitar. So my dad was like, Oh, can you give him lessons? So I started taking lessons with him and then I got and how too old were you when that happened? Uh, probably like eight. Oh, wow, I that's think young. Yeah. And then eight or nine. And then I, when you're eight or nine trying to play guitar, do you have to get like a kid guitar or can you play the full adult? Is it too big? I mean, cause I remember that when I played guitar in high school, my fingers couldn't stretch to play all the chords. Is that, would you have difficulty with that? Yes. I, it was like, it was, it sucked. Like it was so difficult because I, yeah. I remember having to, and I, I, I quit cause I was so frustrated because I couldn't get my couldn't fingers reach, yeah. around. Right. And, uh, I used to play with my, th- so I used to like play just one string with my thumb. Oh. And then I was like, this sucks. Like yeah. I'm not gonna, this well, is too and people find ways because like Jimi Hendrix was left-handed. He turned his guitar upside down. And if you look at like Angus Young from ACDC, he's like short, stubby little fingers, but yeah. he's so fast and he just, you know, he makes it, he's really great lead guitar. I don't yeah. know if he could do all the complex chords, but it doesn't matter. He's doing power chords and then he does the soloing. So yep. yeah, it was, yeah. that was like, the, I remember not like, of, cause of course I was so young. I was like, I just want to like be able to mm-hmm. like play the songs that I want to play. And I didn't like care about like, trying to actually get the basics down Mm because i was like oh this is boring like this doesn't sound cool right and then and then after that um my i I think i don't remember why but i i started taking lessons at um this place called az music which was up in north phoenix on like bell Mm -hmm. it's not there anymore but um Mm. and then the they a bunch of people from there moved and they started a um their own music uh like lesson studio which um is fantastic. Like they, they're doing, they're called Desert Ridge Music Academy. They're oh, okay. the I best. I've heard of that. Maybe I saw your Facebook. Saw yeah. It. That's where, um, that's actually, that's where I met Christian. Oh, okay. And, um, but it was like, uh, I took lessons basically from when they moved until I was like 17 and getting ready to go to college. So I, I was there like the whole time and I took lessons for, um, oh. guitar. And then I was like, Oh, I want to play drums. And then, started playing drums and then um did a little bit of piano there but it was mostly just guitar stuff and then once i was like trying to get into berkeley yeah it, it was kind of just okay now i gotta like i was taking guitar lessons from like three or four different people wow just trying to do different stuff because like i wasn't like a jazz player yeah um but that was what i kind of had to like zero in on if Learn, i wanted to like yeah. nail the audition so, right okay um, so and then did you when did you, cause we'll get into your new album and stuff too later, but I just want to ask, did you, when did you start learning the electronic part of them? Cause the, some of your new album, it's like it, you're, it's obviously stuff that you've done on the computer, right? Yeah. Um, so you just teach yourself that stuff too? Yeah. That, um, I remember my, the first band I was in when we were like, like 
I think it was actually around the time I got really into the Foo Fighters, and oh, like kind of the oh they're 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 way up there for I love I love them and Dave Grohl is yeah. like the man, and yeah, I remember he's really talented and he's like one of the few people like kind of. Uh, carrying the flag for rock right now, you know, yeah, like dude, he's, he's kind of like the spokesperson. Like when you need a rock band or someone to talk about rock music, they're like they go to Dave Grohl. Like. Yeah, and it and he, uh, I remember being like, oh, they, like he did the entire first Foo Fighters album like by himself. That's crazy. Played all the yeah. instruments, and I remember getting um like a MacBook that had like Garage Band on it, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is like all I need. And then I so I kind of just figured out like I didn't even know there were like electronic components really that Mm -hmm. i could mess with so i was just like oh okay so i can record everything like live and like then i kind of figured out how to like mix and then i got logic and then i just mostly work in like logic and pro tools now Mm -hmm. um but all of the like electronic stuff kind of just came from me being like oh how do you like what sound is that or like how do you do that and then just googling it and being like okay yeah Um, youtube and all that yep so when you went to Boston for college, what was your was your major music? Yeah, it was uh, songwriting. Songwriting. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's it was fascinating. It that that program it, it was like the most terrifying like program I've I like it was so much more scary than I thought it was going to be because it would be like um, you have to take like lyric writing one, lyric writing two, songwriting one, songwriting two, and then like advanced songwriting and then like song demo production. Like, and then you have to take a private lesson that's basically a private lesson for songwriting. Okay. But every time you'd go in, they'd be like, okay, here's your assignment this week. And then it's like, it'll be like, write a, write a verse and a chorus using this like technique. Okay. So it's kind of lenient. So, cause it, a lot of people, you know, you can't teach like, yeah. how would you teach that? Cause it's kind of subjective. Right. Um, but then you'd, you'd come in the next week and the teacher would be like, okay, like who's going first? And then you'd have to get up by yourself sing it and play it Dang. in front of everyone. And then basically you finish and then they're like, they just rip you to shreds. Oh. And the teacher's just like, this was not good. This really? was really good. Yeah. So it was like, and it's all like, you know, the teachers there are phenomenal. So it's, okay. it, it's just so uncomfortable if they're like, yeah, yeah you didn't really uh, get it. <laughs> so, but so that's kind of, cause I mean, I think that's kind of this new way of learning is like, it's like we, I grew up, it was like failing was bad. You don't want to fail. Now it's like, no, you want to fail. You want to fail a lot so that you can learn from yeah. your failure. And so did, you must've learned from those experiences, like oh, what yeah. to do, what not to do, what yeah. was good. And you have an audience. I mean, they're an audience of people in music, but that's probably better because they can really analyze it and tell you what's good. And what's right. Like, yeah. And it, it kind of got, it, it was so, I remember all oh, the, the worst one was I, I remember being in a class and I was like, oh, this is like, I nailed this. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be so good. Like, and uh, I got up and I played it. I think it was in my like advanced songwriting class. So I was, it was like my last semester. And uh, I, I, I play it for the teacher and for the class and I stop and then I'm like, all right, let's, how good did I do? You know, like, I'm like, I, I nailed it. Right. And, the, and the teacher's like, so I don't think you really got uh, what you were supposed to do. So, and he's like, okay, so wow. go ahead and um, like, tell me what you think. Like, what, what, what were you trying to do? And I was like, oh shit. Like, I was like, oh so, my God, this is so uncomfortable. So do you get angry? Do you get pissed off? Do you want to, do you get discouraged where you're like, fuck this, I'm going to quit or. Oh no, I, that was like the best. Every time that happened, it was like the best thing to happen for me because I was so afraid of like being embarrassed, like in front of, or like doing bad and yeah. having people be like, oh my God, like why, what the fuck? Like yeah. he's so not good. Um, so I would always just like 
take like copious notes about like, okay, don't do that next time. Oh, Here's how. So I'm you gonna... really did the smart thing of learning from that failure. Yeah. So it was okay. Like instead of dwelling on the the pain of you screwed up or being angry at the teacher and blaming the teacher that it's the teacher's fault, the teacher doesn't know anything. You just said, okay, I screwed up. How am I going to learn from this? And then you just took copious. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And, the, and uh, actually the, the, um, it was called directed study, but it was the, huh. like a, it was a private lesson basically. Yeah. And it was, that was my last year. And I got this dude, uh, George Woods, huh. who, um, he is like one of my favorite people that I've met. And like, we were both into like the same style of music and he was, he's my teacher. So he, mm-hmm. he would, he would be like, and he, he was like, I would bring something into him and I'd be like, okay, like, here's the idea that I have. Um, and he would be like, okay, yeah, cool. So that's like super sick. But, and then he would just be like, he's, I'm thinking, you know, for the melody, maybe try something like this. And he would just improvise, like take what I did mm. and just do it so much better. And I was like, oh. oh my God, like, how do you do that? Oh, I hate people like that. <laughs> and he's, he's, he was like, and he was probably my favorite teacher I had there for yeah. sure. Like, so what style of music is, I mean, this is not classical or jazz. This is contemporary pop music. That yeah. You're, you're teaching, or is it a variety of every subject or style? Um, at school it was like, um, for songwriting, it was mostly, um, you got people in there that would do like R and B and like, um, all okay. kinds of stuff like that. Oh. And then, so you um, can do whatever you want. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then so did people get it. Did some people play like hardcore metal and stuff? Oh yeah, dude, or, there's oh, a wow. huge metal scene there. It's kind of funny oh. too. Cause, um, I remember before I went there, I was like, I wonder if it's like going to be like, like the classic, um, like high school, like there's the jocks and then there's yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. But with styles of music where it's sure. like, oh, the metal kids hang yeah. out together. And it is. <laughs> and was like, there t- rap it totally kids is. too? Then? Yep. Wow. Yeah. All kinds That's of, there was cool one variety. kid that was like a beatboxing principal. <laughs> like, because I was like guitar and then there's drums and there's like yeah. harp and shit, like crazy shit. And, uh, but there was one kid that was like a beatboxing principal, which was crazy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. So you, you finished that, that was, that school was in Boston. So you graduated yeah. there mm-hmm. and then you came, I don't know when, if this was during college or after college or in high school, but you play, was the Royals the first, was that the first band that you played in? Uh, that was the first like real, um, band that I was, that I was kind of in that mm-hmm. where we, we, we started like, or actually no, that's kind of like the second one, but that was the first band that I fronted. Oh, okay. Um, and that, yeah, that was probably in, I was a, Junior in high school, oh, okay. I think. Junior, senior in high school. And you guys you guys actually got to play at the Marquee here, and then also the you did a, a show at the Roxy Theater in yes. Hollywood. Yeah, that was awesome. That was That's so crazy. famous theater. Yeah, we were, that was insane because we, I don't remember, I might have known someone that played a show there, or maybe, oh, actually, you know what? I think it might have been after the Foo Fighters did like a surprise show there, and I was like, oh, I want to play there. So I literally just emailed them, and they were like, yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> so you just emailed the the owners of the club and yep. said, "Hey, can my band did, without sight unseen? They never seen you, heard you." Or no, anything? we didn't even have any music recorded. Wow. Like, I think we might have had like a like a like a video. Did you have uh, to pay to to play there, or was it just um, like you had to bring in so many people? Or it was, did, they were like, "Okay, so I th- I think the the ticket minimum for like a Friday or Saturday was like a was like." it was like 80 tickets mm-hmm. that you had to sell. Okay. Um, but for, I think we were on, we were on like a Monday mm. and so they were like, okay, like 50. So if you sell 50 tickets, something. yeah. yeah. Okay. And then if, or if you, however many you sell, you have to like pay the rest. Okay. But my parents who they were just like, that is like a really good opportunity. So do the best you can. And then like, we'll, yeah. you know, so how many did you sell the whole 50? I think we sold like 30, 35. Okay. 
And That's we, not we bad were all for like, an out of state band. Yeah, it's it like never played out of nobody, state. Nobody never had no recording. So yeah. No, oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that was a cool, that was a cool show. So then that band, did that kind of morph into modern Royal? Yes. Okay. Cause then, cause we, so the Royals kind of disbanded when I, or disband when I went to college. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my friend, uh, Kenny, who is, he's an engineer, like an audio engineer, mixed mm-hmm. engineer in uh, LA who I've known for a long time, but he, he's a drummer. He's like, he's crazy, like super, super talented. Um, but, uh, he was about to go to Boston. Uh, he's a year behind. So he went mm. to Berkeley as well. Okay. Um, and then, but I remember like hitting him up and I was like, I have so many like song ideas. Like my first year I was like, we should like, you know, like play a, sh- a show and like start a new, a new project uh, together. And then uh, that turned into modern Royal. And then okay. he came out to Boston. And then we would just play shows oh. when we would come back home and stuff. Oh. And, yeah. So yeah, they, I, I read on, it was on actually on AZ central. They had a little feature on you guys. Um, they said on modern Royal, the sound is a blend of 1975 talking heads, Foo Fighters, Led Zeppelin, and the Killers, which it, uh, would have seemed to allow for practically an infant number of approaches. Uh, the, the, the guy said that wrote this article said the only song you heard was Bleach, but it was oh, a yeah. piano driven pop song yeah. whose sing along chorus would feel more at home on a top 40 station than any of the <laughs> other acts. Yeah. Um, it's one of five songs on the EP they're releasing, which also features some other bands and stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. It was got um, some little publicity for that band. That song, actually, it's so funny. That song, like, we, re- we recorded that with this dude, uh, Curtis Douglas, um, in like 2004. 15 i think and um it for it was so weird because we we were it was kind of a guitar like modern royal was more of a like guitar band kind of mm-hmm. big huge like huge chords like um rock really yeah, yeah. and then but we had this that idea and we went in and recorded that song um and it like it immediate in our immediate friend group just like everyone was like, Oh my God, this is the catchiest thing. And we were like, Oh, okay, cool. And then like it got probably like, it was at around 6,000 Spotify plays at one point. And then like six or seven months ago, I'm like, Oh, I wonder how that song's doing. And now it's at like 40,000 because like Damn. Spotify, like put it on like one of the algorithms. Yeah. Yeah. If you get, you get on those Spotify playlists, that's everyone I talk to in music is like, you got to get on these playlists mm-hmm. and say, so, I don't know how you, and there's different ways to do it, I guess. But yeah. yeah you we, get on that playlist. Then it's like, you get tons of spins. And, it was crazy. Yeah. Cause I, I sent it to Kenny and I was like, Holy shit. Like, did you see this? And he's like, Whoa, <laughs> like that came out of nowhere. Cause it was, it was at like, like 8,000. And then I didn't, I just didn't check for a while. And then yeah. it was at like, like 30 and then 35. Well, that's the and thing then, too. I think a lot of this stuff, like I'm hoping the same thing with my podcast, like you put it out there and maybe it gets a little reaction at first mm-hmm. and then, but it's out there forever. So it's out there yeah. for years and years. So it could be years later you check and it's like, oh, wow. Yep. And it's going to continue. That's the cool thing about podcasts. I tell people like, they're like, well, how many listens are you getting? I'm like, well, you know, my show is growing, but like you, you do a podcast now it's here forever. So yep. people can discover you 10 Whenever, years from now. Yeah. Somebody might listen to this podcast and be like, Oh, I want to Zach winners. I want to see who this kid is. Right. So that's why it's smart to, I think it's smart to do as many podcasts and you don't know which ones are going to grow. Some podcasts are going to end after eight months, but you know, you don't yeah. know some will be around for 10 years. So yeah, it's kind of funny too. Cause it. there's a lot of times where I'll like, I, 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 there's a ton of podcasts that I listen to and I love like when I find one that I'm, that I'm, I really like, and mm-hmm. then I, I go, go back and be like, Oh, like who else have they yeah, had on or exactly, like what, yeah. like what else have they talked about? So exactly. Yeah. So you did the, the uh, modern Royal and then you, 
I, this wasn't really a band that you were in, but you, you kind of did these jam sessions at Tailgaters Bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what did you learn from playing there? Because you're, jam, you're jamming with, obviously, there's got to be more experienced musicians to, than you because you're pretty young. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming you're one of the youngest people there. So what, did you learn stuff from working with all these other much more experienced musicians? Yeah, so that, that jam, so that used, it used to be at um, this place called... Uh, uh, Padre Murphy's, which is on like 43rd and Bell, I think. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. and it, but like a sports bar, yeah, kind of Irish pub thing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I only knew about that jam session because when I was probably 16, um, my teacher at the time uh, was like, "You should come to the this jam session," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, okay," because I had only really jammed with like my friends. Sure. And so I, I'm like, okay. So my dad, you know, drives me there, and I'm like, oh my god, like I'm about to get reamed. Like it was so scary because it was all older people and it was like, it was kind of just like a, it's a jam, but like I had never been put on, like gone up on a stage and had people actually playing like, Oh, we're going to play this song. And I'm like, I don't know that song. Yeah. What do you do if you don't know the songs? And so I was just, and it was mostly like 12 bar blues and stuff. So I was kind of like, okay, I can kind of follow it. Yeah. Um, but, and you're playing bass or guitar, guitar, guitar. Okay. And then I, I was like, oh my God, that was the scariest thing ever. And then but I just kept going back because my, was my, te- my teacher was there and, you know, he was, he, he's the kind of dude where he, he, he just pushed me and was like, do this. Like that, it, right. it, it makes you uncomfortable, but it makes you way yes. better. And like those, those, um, those jam sessions, like, and then they moved locations a couple of times okay. and now they're up at, at tailgaters. But, okay. um, so I still go and there's a lot more like younger people and students that go to those yeah. now. Um, but yeah, those those were so scary for me. Like, that's so, but this is like kind of a theme I'm sensing. Like, there's these scary things, like auditioning at Ber- uh, for those songs at Berkeley, yeah. and then uh, going up on the jam sessions. But like, you pushed yourself to do it, and then I think good things came from it. It sounds yes, like, right? it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was the all of those. Like, that's why it's always because it's so valuable i think yeah. to kind of put yourself in those positions that's how you learn yeah. especially being so young and you wanting to grow as a musician i mm-hmm. mean that's how you're going to grow is putting yourself in those positions so um and then another band you were in love yourself yeah um so you mentioned that earlier um you actually got a little bit of radio airplay right you guys yeah played with, at the rebel lounge yeah we we played um we did rebel lounge we played at the uh at um Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. uh at tempe beach park Oh, that's that's Which a big was concert. Super fun. Yeah, that yeah. was super, super cool. Um yeah, that band was definitely more of a like mathy emo kind of <laughs> Well, yeah, thing. so you is, I thought it was interesting. I don't I'm not real familiar with this band, but I've definitely heard of Hawthorne Heights. And oh yeah. You opened for the guy from Hawthorne Heights. I don't know if he was a singer or the yeah, guitarist um, or something. He yeah. played and you guys got to, did you get to meet him or talk yes. to him at all? Oh yeah, he he was super cool dude. Um yeah. that was actually a funny show because I <laughs> I totally misunderstood. So we got offered that show and I was like, oh, okay, like sick. Like that'll be awesome. And then, but I think I must've like misread the text. And, and so the promoter was like, um, it's like an acoustic show, but you can play full band. Oh, so I was like, oh, okay. And then we show up and he's like, wait, why do you have all your stuff? And I was like, cause we're like playing full. And he's like, no, I meant like full band acoustic. And I was like, oh, so did you have to run and go get acoustic guitar? Oh no, or? we just still, we still. He was like, you can still do it, like, okay. and we did it. But it, it was That's so. I was like, a little oh, I, then, I'm an yeah. idiot. Like, yeah, just totally, <laughs> totally misread it. And then I went back and I was like looking at the text and I was like, uh, yep, that was all me. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Whoops. Well, live and learn, but it still worked out for you. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. A, that, that was a cool show. That's very cool. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, you, you played, well, let's talk about your new band now. So pseudo pink, it's yeah. mostly you then, right? It's kind of like, uh, Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl and, uh, uh, Prince is, you know, Prince plays all the instruments yeah. on his albums yeah. too. So, um, it, there was no one else that helped you or contributed or the songwriting. Either, um, or? no, I mean, wow. no. Yeah. Cause those, a lot of those, actually all those songs pretty much came from just ideas that I, I would have where I would just be on my computer and like, I'd be like, mm -hmm. I'm going to make something. And I would like make a, like not even a beat, but like just kind of like a, like a loop or something mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just kind of be like, Oh, this, this is kind of cool. And then I would finish it and then just leave it. And then I remember, cause that's kind of like how I, I write sometimes is I'll make something and then ditch it and then come back to it later. And I'll be like, Oh, this is a cool idea. So I just kind of had like a bunch of ideas like that. Hmm. And I was like, Oh, I might as well uh, finish these and put them out. And then I kind of tweak some stuff and then I would play it for my friends and they'd be like, Oh, this is like super sick. So um, yeah, it kind of just happened that way. And then, and you didn't, so why not just call it Zach winners? Why call it pseudo pink? Why did you have a, I think my main reason for that was, um, I, I didn't want, uh, people to kind of think like, uh, like I wanted people to think, Oh, it's like an artist. Like, oh, you know, okay. it's like yeah. a, it's like, um, cause I also, I, what I want to end up doing is, um, like if you wanted people to think it was a full band. Like, yeah. Or like a group of, yeah, a, like group. a group of people. Okay. Cause you are going to get a band together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, which it's, it's that, yeah. It, Cause I think I also, I want to use that name to kind of, um, do production for other artists. Oh. Um, cause I've, I, there's a, some artists that I work with in LA and stuff that, um, that hopefully I'll be able to like, once some of those songs get put out and stuff, it could be, um, I could use pseudo pink as like a, like a producer tag, like name oh, okay. as well as an artist name. That kind of yeah. like, like, uh, like Pharrell or oh, whatever, okay. or like yeah. that kind of thing, even though that's his real so name. It's kind of like your stage name. Like, yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of what I was, uh, going for. Okay. Nice. So yeah, I thought it was kind of like, um, I, if, you know, people, people say, ask me like, they're like, or they tell me that uh, they think that I don't like EDM or whatever. And I mm -hmm. always tell them like, no, it's not that I don't like EDM. I think that the market is too saturated right. with EDM, but I wouldn't even say your stuff is EDM. It's electronic bass, but it's not electronic dance music. It's more like electronic. I would almost call it like 80s synth pop. Is yeah. that kind of your influences for it? Because mm -hmm. my girlfriend said it sounded kind of like The Weeknd. Oh, yeah. Which I also like. I like The Weeknd, especially his news. I don't know if you've heard the new song, but it's actually yes. pretty catchy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, um, I was kind of, I, I love like, um, uh, ELO and like oh, really? all yeah. kinds of bands yeah, like really that. that and like, honestly, like eighties Hall and Oates, like <laughs> that I, was my Halloween cost. That was our Halloween costume. That's for this year. awesome. Oh, I didn't, yeah. It's, I'll have to show you that. Yeah. It, yeah. They, cause I, that, that kind of production and stuff. And I love like the sound of like, um, like eighties keys yes. and like synths and stuff like okay, that. Okay. So I did pick up on that. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like tears for fears. Yes. And kind of like love tears for fears. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Cause I think that's why. Yeah. Cause so you reached out to me and I was like, I just thought that was so cool that somebody reached out. I felt so flattered because I was huh. like, nobody wants to do my show. I'm like begging people to do my show. I'm like, I'm not having to, I've never had to pay anybody, but I mean, it's like almost got to that point where I'm like, you know, on my hands and knees, please do my show. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but so the fact that you reached out, I was like, that's so cool that he reached out. Like I'm having him on. I don't care if his, you know, if his music sounds like shit. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> but I was worried because I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to the song. I was like, I'm scared because if it sucks, I'm still having you on. Cause like, I thought that was so cool. You reached out, but I'm like, if it sucks, I'm going to have to just like, 
you know, be nice, but not, you know, but, right. But, but I, I'm not going to lie and say, I love your song if I hate it, but I'll just be nice and, and try to like, you know, spin it like, Oh, you're that you have a new song and sure. da, da, da. like, which is like, if you listen to a lot of talk show host podcasts and things like people, I think you can kind of tell when they do that, like when they have a guest on that, you can tell they're not really that excited to have right. them on, but they're nice about it and they're polite, but no. And I listened, I was like, Oh, this is actually really good. I was like, Oh, thank God. It's, it makes it so much easier. Cause I actually, um, like it. So yeah. Cause I think the first song I listened to was, um, um, Oh God, now I'm drawing a blank. The one I really liked was, uh, no one is listening. That's that, that one's like yeah. super catchy. Oh, it's a something. What is it? Mad little mad, little mad. Yeah. That so was that's the first that, one. Yeah. That's a, that, I think originally I think, was that the only one at the yes. time you messaged me? Yeah. And then I the other so. stuff came out and little mad was good. And then no one is. And then I just started listening to the other stuff more. Um, what's the one about like getting high or, Oh, I'll find another way to get I'll high. Find another the way last to get one. High. Yeah. yeah. There, and so, and then one of them had like a, was that the one that had the guitar riffs kind of that were very, it almost sounded like kind of like Miami vice, like eighties kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That actually, that's kind of funny too. Cause usually I'll record guitar last. Yeah. Cause I'll, um, I'll kind of get the structure first and then I'll have like, then I'll record the guitar, then I'll right. do the vocals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the guitar stuff in, it's kind of weird. Cause that one just kind of fell together so easily. Uh-huh. for me for some reason right. and it was kind of i didn't have any like question of like oh what do i want to do for this part like it was just like done and i was yeah. like oh okay well yeah. i guess it's done now so no it's very cool it's a total th- in my opinion it sounds like a total throwback to 80s pop which which i love i love 80s pop so i think it sounds great and i like what you're i didn't know it was just you i mean i could tell that it was like that it was electronic and stuff mm-hmm. and that's what i talked about like with eddie i was like dude Cause his music is more rock based. I'm like, yeah. you need to like have real drums on your tracks. But I think if you're doing like synth pop stuff, I think drum tracks sound actually better and on that yeah. kind of stuff because it, it sounds more poppy. It fits that kind of music better. So no, it's very cool, but it'd be interesting to see if you do it live, how you, it'll sound different, right? Yeah. I mean, so there's kind of different, there's different ways I've thought about doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely, on some of the songs, because I have other stuff that I'm working on right now that mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of yeah. like drop pretty soon. Um, but uh, my kind of the way I'm trying to think about playing a live show now is, yeah. is going to be, I'll play guitar um, on songs that I have to play guitar on, but probably not on all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have someone else that plays guitar as well, bass player, drummer, and then um, run tracks. Mm-hmm. And well, then, you got to have a keyboard guy too, or are you going to do keys? Um, I... I've thought about have, like doing live keys, um, like me playing them, or there's so many like layers in some of those songs, so I'll probably mm-hmm. have as much live keys as I can and yeah. then have to put like doubles and stuff on like a track yeah. that um, that will be playing and we'll have to play to a click, which is by which I've done a million times and it's a, the biggest pain like mm. to kind of set up for a live show. Right. But um, so yeah, I'm kind of thinking... And, but also, and my dad's a huge proponent of this, which I completely agree with. It's just sometimes it's like hard to find, um, of whoever you need to make the sound you want get, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so if you, if you need like six people like playing keys, Mm -hmm. do it. So it's like, yeah, that's expensive though. Yeah. (laughs) It's point in your career. It, yeah. So I'm kind of, there's different stuff that I'm, and what would be really cool is I would like each show that I do with that project to kind of be different. Mm. So each, hmm. each show might be, you know, 
different people. Yeah. Or okay. like maybe one show having like a dude that's playing sax or something yeah. like that. Like even stuff that's not on the songs. But. Would you? Yeah. So would you maybe change the style? Because like I had. Um, I had this guy that was in a, he was in an A's band uh, called trickster Marcus guy. He's been on my show twice, but he has a solo song and it's just, it's basically just him and the piano. But he was talking about when he, like, how would you perform that live? Cause his background is rock. So he's like, he's thinking about turning it into like a power butt ballad, like with like wave. Oh. And so changing the sound, would you change the sound of some of your songs live? Like it would almost sound like not, not a different, it's still the same song, but you yeah. do it completely different. Yeah. Um, it's you like because I would definitely have because um, some of the song that's the other thing where I was like kind of I was like oh, what do I what do I want to do because some of those songs have and some of the new stuff that I'm working on has like live drums mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely have a live drummer like a with a kit like a full kit um, which would definitely change the sound yeah for sure um, so yeah I would probably. Um, and or add stuff and I would probably play some of the synth stuff on guitar mm-hmm. oh, as well so I could kind of make it more of a like a band full band okay. kind of thing and then still have like all the you know like all the synths and stuff yeah. in the back but because I think sometimes when people hear the song on Spotify or whatever and then they go to see the artist and then it sounds totally different they're almost like disappointed yeah so it's, I, I, it's like a, it's a catchy thing it's a yeah, tricky thing I say. It's, it's definitely that's the thing. Cause you got to find kind of ride the line of like, <laughs> yeah. where's, what do I keep? What do I, what yeah. do I change? You could probably change up a little bit, but yeah, you don't want to ch- mess with it too much. Cause if it yeah. sounds too different than people. And also people might hear it live and then go, Oh, I like that song. And then go to download it and be like, this is a totally different version. Yeah. Unless you release, or you could also re-release another version of it. Huh? So yeah. That's actually something that I've thought about doing. Cause I, one of my friends, um, he's in this band called Roy Juno and they just released an EP which is killer, but yeah. um, they on the EP they had I think it was like four songs, and then they the last like three or four songs were stripped down, completely different oh, versions of the, yeah. which I thought was like a super cool idea. No, that's very yeah. I think a lot of artists do that. There's a lot of these like remixes and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you could even rappers and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if that really fits with your style of music, but you never know. It could yeah, at some yeah. point. Yeah, you never know. So, what are the future plans besides? I mean, it sounds like you are going to do some live shows. Is, are you going to do a full-length album? You think you're going to try to tour or just live shows in Phoenix? Um, I'm definitely um, definitely going to do... Um, I'm between like an EP and a full album right now because okay. I've got like seven songs. Oh. So I'm like, I could drop those or I could drop like five of them mm-hmm. or I could just do like a couple... Because this one just came out, so I'm not in any rush, but mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to just put out as much as I can. And then I would love to tour. Um, and then shows that I'm looking at right now are in LA. Okay. Um, so cause you live in LA now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And merch is another thing that you, you probably want to look at that. Yeah. That's what all the artists tell me. That's how they make their money now yep. because you can't make as much on, I mean, if you have 40,000 streams on Spotify, that's great, but like, you're probably not seeing much money from that. Right. So you got to, but you could capitalize by selling those people that are listening t-shirts and hats exactly. and stickers and all that crap. So. Yeah. Merch is a, that's, that's always something that I'm like, I want so bad, but I'm like, Oh, the money, like, mm-hmm. you know, cause, but you got to put in the money to make the money. So it's mm-hmm. like, but, um, yeah. Also, I have a horrible eye for graphic design. Mm, so that's I where would, you hire somebody. Exactly. What's that uh, site that where you? Uh, I forget the name of it. Fiverr. F- oh yeah, Fiverr. Yeah. Fiverr. I think you can just hire people to. to yeah, to that website's great. Yeah. yeah. I've I've used that before for like um, uh, just like um, like like I I can like if like I I'm a 
person on there that people can ask to oh, be like, oh, can you record guitar stuff? on this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so, very cool. Yeah, that website's awesome. Very cool. Well, so what other bands, um, besides your own band, obviously, what other bands are you listening to that are like current bands? I mean, we talked about some of the older stuff yeah. like Foo Fighters and The Who, but is there anything new that's out right now that you want to recommend that, that yeah. I should be aware of as an old man? <laughs> <laughs> I personally... Um, one of my favorite bands right now, um, they've been one of my favorites, uh, but, uh, the 1975, uh, their new oh. record, like it's like going to be like 22 tracks or something like that. Wow. And they've released, I think like five songs and they're all, it's so, they're all so different, like all the songs. So I'm like, I love them and I've seen them live a couple times and they're just so good. Hmm. Just d- definitely doing stuff that like a lot of bands just aren't even like a lot of pop bands like aren't doing. So are they kind of pop then or? Yeah. Okay. Like I would consider them probably like pop. Are they um, pretty, I don't know if I, I feel like I've heard the name, but I'm not sure if I know the songs. Like are they, what I've know? what I know the songs if I heard, they've been on the radio a lot or. Yeah. They have a couple songs that were like, like they had a song called chocolate that was like huge in like okay. 2013 or something. Oh. Um, and then there's a song, somebody else was huge. Okay. Um, the sound. Out. Yeah. They, um, yeah. They're killer. Um, uh, I like them. Um, uh, oh, uh, there's an artist, Khalid, who I really oh, like, yeah, yeah. kind of like R&B, kind of, and I, the production on that, on his like newest record is just like so crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he's, he's got a great voice. So I, I like kind of listening to that stuff. There's this band Lave who, um, I don't even know if they, they, they have like a couple songs and I think they have like an EP or something, but they've have such catchy melodies. So okay. I always just love listening to stuff like that. Is that, or any of those uh, bands local or anybody, any local bands that you're listening oh, to? Oh, local bands. Um, well, you're not, I guess you don't technically live in Phoenix anymore. How long have you lived in LA? Uh, I moved in August. Oh, okay. So, so like, was there anyone one that, yeah, the people that you're still friends with that, that oh, put yeah. out good stuff that you'd, um, yeah, actually, um, as far as bands that are around right now, um, because I, I was really good friends with these dudes in Baseline, who they were like a pop punk band. They were killer. Oh, okay. Baseline. Um, and then uh, Rival Coast. I had yeah, a bunch weren't of you in that band? Or, I or, was not or, in the band. Oh, um, they were with them. They're all like my super super close friends. Okay. Um, but I, I've played with them before, like mm. filling in. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were killer. College. There's a band right now called College Money, and it's oh, uh, it's my name. friend Anson. Yeah, actually, it's funny. It was my friend Anson, and we were on the phone, and he he said that and I was like, that'd be a good band name. And he's like, I'm going to use that. That's good. Um, but they're so, so good. And he plays bass. He's like a, like a motherfucker of a bass player. He's so good. Um, I love hearing about it. Now I got, now I got homework to do, but I will definitely listen to all that stuff. Yeah. And then, um, there's a band. If you're into like, if you want like heavier stuff, they're called malaise. Um, they're, that's a good band name too. Yeah. I know if you know what that word means. Yep. It's cool. Exactly. Yeah. And it's very, the, it's that's my friend Mario who was in he was in Rival Coast but he's doing that now and oh. it's like they're they're right. heavy as hell. Awesome. <laughs> so well so I saw something on your Facebook I don't know if you remember this you wrote this but you you actually there's like two posts about wanting to be famous and you mentioned um, when you were younger you want to be famous. Do you think that's the goal of most young people right now to be famous? Like not necessarily be a great musician mm-hmm. or amazing actor or successful entrepreneur or whatever, but like, I feel like a lot of kids just go like, when you ask them like, what do you want to be when you grow up? They're like famous. You yeah. Know, like, but well, like, do you want to be like, a do? musician or like, do <laughs> yeah. you want to? <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think that can be a dangerous thought to, to kind of be like, I want to be famous because I'll make a lot of money. And then right. you kind of chase that and not, chase because i feel like if you chase fame that will 
die out so yeah. quickly, you know? Well, like, sometimes people get famous for the wrong reasons, like yep. a crime or like a sex yeah. tape or something. Yeah. And then, and then you're technically famous, but yeah, yeah you know, like so. I think if you cha- if you, if you kind of chase fame, it's short lived. Whereas right. if you, if you kind of go for like, I want to be the best at this, exactly. whatever that yeah. may be, then you're going to be like, yeah. you have a good chance at not only being famous, but if you're trying to be the best, then you're, the, there's no ceiling on what you're going to be able to do or how much money you can make or right. like any of that stuff. So I think that, yeah, chasing like being good at something yes. is, is, is more valuable than trying to Absolutely. just be like, I want to be famous. Yeah, because- no, that's very, that's a very wise thing. You're wise beyond your years for sure. <laughs> so uh, I know you're very young and um, I know when I was your age, I probably was not thinking about other people and um, probably more thinking about trying to help myself. But <laughs> I do like to highlight charities that the artist is interested yes. in. Did you have a charity? I know, uh, I mean, you know, assuming you went to college, uh, I thought Berkeley, when, you, when I saw Berkeley, I thought for some reason I was thinking like Berkeley, California. Oh yeah. It's Berkeley, Boston. Is it, is it related or is it totally? No, okay. they're different. <laughs> it's actually, it's kind of weird because the, uh, so Berkeley and Boston was. It's spelled differently, right? There's two E's on it. Yeah. And okay. it came from, someone named Lee Burke. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess they just they added the lead. It. Just, yeah. They're okay. just like, Oh, Berkeley. Okay. okay. Like, um, but yeah, I would get so many people that would, that would be, I had, I had one lady come up to me once and she's like, um, cause I, I think I was wearing like a Berkeley shirt or something. And she was like, Oh, you go to like Berkeley. And I was like, yeah, I was still in college at the time, but I was like home. And she's like, I was like, yeah. And she goes, Oh, that's crazy. Like, how do you like California? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's the one in Boston. And she's yeah. like, but they're related. Right. And I was like, Oh no. And she's like, no, they are. And I'm like, <laughs> I think, you know, you yeah. go there. So is it, do you get to explore in Boston at all? Do you get to, I always want to go there. Oh, it's yeah, dude. It's awesome. Um, it, it, the, the winter months were brutal. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Especially coming from here. It, yeah. It was fun. My first year when, when, cause it's all new and you're like, Oh, snow, this is so cool. And, and then, then you're like, this yeah, sucks, actually. after like a month, I was yeah. like, I need to, I need this to stop. Like right. one, on my second year there in May, there was still snow on the ground when I was like going to the airport. I was like, how? Damn. Now, is that a two year school or four? Four. Years? It is four yeah. year school. Okay. So you had to take all the other science and English and all that other stuff too. Yeah. Um, it, it, they, so they have like a degree program and then a diploma program. Oh, you okay. don't have to take, cause they weren't like a call it like a, it, it used to be called Berkeley school of music because uh, they couldn't call themselves a college. Gotcha. Um, cause you could, you would just get a diploma, but, um, so if you want, if you just want the diploma, you don't have to take the yeah. other stuff. But if you want the degree, which is what I got, then oh, yeah. you got to take like um, liberal arts stuff. Yeah, but yeah. they kind of all try to make it like geared to- as much towards music as possible. Yeah. Was there any famous musicians that went to that school? Or? Yeah. Uh, John Mayer is like oh, a big really? one. Yeah. He went Damn. there for like a, so two semesters or something. But um, for, I got to tell you this. It's so weird. Some lady told me the other day, she goes, I was, I was getting out of my current. She goes, you, is anyone ever told you, you look exactly like John Mayer? And I was like, I can see I it. <laughs> I, can I don't see think it. I'll take it. I mean, I, I don't see it. I think the lady needs glasses, but I thought that was really funny because I've never heard that. And then I looked at John, a picture of John Mayer and I was like, that guy's like way better looking than me, but I did have like a hat on and stuff. So I don't, I don't know if that, that's funny. I, I could see it. Yeah, I'll take it. Thanks. But, um, so anyways, yeah, no, we got off on a tangent there talking about your college. Cause I'm interested in that, but, um, no. So do you have a charity that you, uh, yeah, um, in or promote or the one of the, I mean, I'm sure a ton of people probably say this one, but I, 
the the uh, NAMI National Alliance. Yeah, actually, uh, the guy I just had on Ted Alexander, comedian, hilarious comedian. You can oh, I should check look him out. Up. Oh yeah, he's so he's opening for Jim Gaffigan. Right? You've heard of Jim Gaffigan? No right? way. Yeah, that's so crazy. He's opening for Jim Gaffigan. I just had him on, and he that was one that he uh, mentioned too. But yeah, no, I love that kind of mental health stuff because I work yeah. my backgrounds in counseling. So yeah, oh. I work with all, like people all the time. Awesome. So, yeah, it's. Yeah. I feel like that. You know, a lot of stuff like that kind of. And luckily, I we're in a time now where it's very easy to seek help and be yeah. able to do kind of that it's, kind of stuff. And it's not as much stigma, I don't think. There's yeah. still is some. The, the, yeah, but, it's, get, it's yeah, it's getting better, I yeah. think. Um, and people aren't as afraid to kind of talk about that. And right. I think that that's a, conver- a good conversation that Absolutely. should be able to yeah. be had. Um, I always tell people, reach out to me. I don't care. I don't care if I know you, if I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I can't help you, but I can point you in the direction. So yeah, I was because yeah. you always hear, you find out about these people. Sometimes it's your friends or your family and they have like this severe mental illness or they're struggling with something. And I'm, and I'm always like, I didn't know I would have helped you. Like I would, you know, it's yeah. like, and sometimes it's too late and then there's nothing you can do. So it's like, yeah. yeah. And especially because a lot of, um, I feel like there's a lot of, there's so many factors that go into, you know, someone that has an issue with something. Right. And you, you know, that's why like it, oh my God, it used to, it made me so uncomfortable. Like when I would be in like high school or whatever mm-hmm. and, you know, kids that might get made like picked, picked not picked on but made fun of or like talked about behind their back and like oh that kid's like you know weird it's mm-hmm. like well you got you don't you don't have any idea like what that person's going through so yeah. just don't exactly. say anything man yeah. like well we're all weird in some way right yeah, yeah, so of it's course. like i know i'm definitely weird so like i think you got to embrace the weird yeah. and just let people if you don't like their lifestyle or whatever like yeah, just look the other way or whatever but if, yeah. they, if they need help then help them but yeah i mean you're not bringing anything into the world by ripping on oh, yeah that that would bother like the bullying and stuff it, I, yeah, oh when, yeah it's, when i was in school and then when i worked in schools i'd see it all the time and i'm like oh this is like yeah you're right it, like makes you uncomfortable and uh, yeah I'd, I'd rather it's cool when you see kids stick up for each other yes that's that, really I love cool. that. i'm like wow so, that's really neat sometimes i'll watch youtube videos of that yes. shit happening and i'm like yes it's yes. it's so awesome or but, when the bully gets like the nerd beats up the bully yep. i love those kind of those videos. are oh i watch those are that's like a wormhole too because you you yeah. see one and then you're like oh this one looks good yeah like <laughs> exactly well um, I think the future is very bright for you, Zach. Um, you're obviously very young, but um, you're very talented. Thank you. And smart, smart for reaching out to me. I'd, en- I'd encourage you to reach out to other uh, venues like you did, the podcast, radio stations, other for artists. Sure, yeah. Just keep doing that. Just, just keep grinding and working hard and practicing your craft. And I think really good things are going to happen um, for you. So I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, it was Appreciate a lot it. of fun. Um, I learned a lot. So please check out uh, pseudo pink. You're on Spotify and Apple music. Yep. Right. And you can, people can follow you on Facebook and Instagram and are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter too. Oh, okay. I'll have to follow you on Twitter. Hopefully you'll follow me back. I'll oh, have I will. Like three followers on there, but <laughs> Twitter's the hardest one to get it's followers. It's so on. hard. I, I, I think I, I actually just reached a hundred followers. I was like, Oh my God, I have a hundred Twitter followers. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, so it's a tough one, but I'm on all that stuff too. If you guys want to follow me, um, so yeah, thanks so much for coming cool, yeah. on. Thank you so right. much, man. Cool. Okay, so that was uh, Zach Winters. What a great kid! I think he's got a very bright future ahead of him. Um, definitely check out Pseudo Pink on Spotify or Apple Music, um, and follow Zach on all social media to stay updated. Uh, you can follow me on social media too. I think Zach and I are both on all the big ones: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, let me know, uh, either with a review or you can tag me in your Instagram story. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Um, don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button. If you like these interviews, that way you'll never miss an episode. 
Uh, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day. <laughs>